Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Keim and I am the Communications Director of Cryptocurrency Wire. It's just one brand of over 30 that are part of the Investor Brand Network that we've developed over 10 years. So we've got lots of brands, most of them focus on the investment crowd. And what we primarily focus on with our Cryptocurrency Wire brand is to connect mainstream and financial markets with the latest innovations that are coming out in crypto. So that way they're informed and can benefit from the technology and the inventors you know, behind them can benefit from you know, all their labors and all the great things that they're coming out with. If you would like to reach out to us, feel free to go to our website at CryptocurrencyWire.com or you can follow us for the latest news on Twitter at CryptoNet wire. folks welcome back to the wild west crypto show i'm drew i'm brent and we have with us as we do every week yep, from yep. some corner of the world yeah but i think he's actually at the house today i know yeah he and have a well they came off the cruise yeah yeah and and jonathan before we dive into these great stories i've got to ask you a question was brent right on your weight gain from the cruise <laughs> you know, we didn't even talk about this pre-show, but I, I, I thought that question may come out. So I, uh, you know, got the scale out. It was a little, little dusty. And from the last time, it was 1.5 pound increase. And oh. that was from, I think, October. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you didn't need enough on that yeah. cruise. <laughs> I <laughs> guess not. <laughs> I told you, when I go on those cruises, I heard them on that buffet. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, hey, Jonathan, let's dive into these stories. FanWide brings fan chain crypto to 10,000 sports bars across the U.S. Now, I hadn't even, this wasn't even on my radar. Tell us about that, because that's a big deal. Yeah, FanWide is, is pretty big. Um, just to give at least one statistic, I'm trying to remember now, it's, it's over 1.5 million watch parties that they've helped promote. And it's a platform that helps fans find local game watch parties for their favorite teams. We helped distribute this news earlier. And uh, one of my favorite quotes was from Sportcaster CEO Kevin April, who said, it represents one of the largest real-world developments of blockchain in fandom. Wow. I, I, that's a, you know, when we talk about get this to the people where they don't even really know it, you Trojan horse it in there. That's huge. And, and, and sports fans are fanatical. The word fan is fanatical. So that's, that's kind of a big deal. Well, let's see the next, you know, and, and, and like I said, 2020 is going to be the year where blockchain actually takes some traction in everyday main street activities. And th this is obviously a, an example of that. So let's look at the next one. Grace, Grayscale reports another record year. So how big was it? Oh, it was pretty big. Uh, so it was $607 million of investment that poured in. And just to give some comparison, I mean, that's a big number on its own, but that number alone surpasses the cumulative investment for the last six years into Grayscale and their products. Yeah, that is, that's a huge statistic. So is, is they, I, I mean, is it just additional people with interest and, and that kind of thing that's doing this or, or their belief in the market is what you'd think? 
Right. Yeah, it definitely goes back to the belief in the market. And, you know, if you compare 2019 to the boom of 2017 and, and to be able to say something like this, I think you really have to take notice. And for those that aren't familiar with Grayscale, we reported on them last year when they did their hashtag drop gold campaign, uh, which definitely brought out a lot of fiery responses from uh, the gold bugs got a lot of publicity. Uh, and then in addition to that, they're known for the Bitcoin Trust. I believe the ticker symbol on that is GTBC, and it holds Bitcoin and functions very much like a stock. Wow, that's a, I, you know, Brent, I love seeing this kind of oh, stuff because yeah. oh, uh, when yeah. the big boys are moving big money around, oh, people well, pay you attention. Know, this is some of that, I think it was about a year ago, we were talking to Weiss, who does yeah. the Weiss report. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things he was talking about was hey, you, you got to look at the hash rate. You got to look at the the adoption that's kind of under the covers. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody yeah. sees the thing that's sitting on top of the covers adoption, but all the things that are going on. And you know, obviously, Grayscale just reported a whole lot of adoption. Absolutely. All right, let's dive into this next one. Sabact Consumer App is coming in 2020, and it'll look more like PayPal than Coinbase. Oh, wow. And yeah, I find that pretty interesting because they're, you know, I, it's, it goes back to the old deal that when McDonald's would build on one corner, Wendy's would build on the opposite corner or Burger King because they knew they'd already done the work. Yeah. So PayPal's such a successful platform. I, that makes a lot of sense to me, but that's pretty interesting. Yes, it is, especially since this is a consumer-oriented app. Um, Bact is known more for their institution-aimed products. And I think this major product launch shows the firm is just as serious about the consumer market. Starbucks has already publicly announced their support. And I can't help but think Grayscale is showing everyone just how important and big the retail market is in this space. Well, absolutely. And you know, Jonathan, we talk about this all the time when small business isn't paying these, these transaction fees for Visa and MasterCard and everything. And small business is the backbone of this country. It's going to give small business people about a 2% on their gross income that they pull in, gross revenue pulled in by credit cards, it's going to give them about a 2% raise, which, oh, yeah. which could equal 15, 20% of their gross profit. Well, and the thing about this though is, is the user interface looking more like PayPal than Coinbase. You know, uh, uh, Coinbase can kind of come across as clunky and it's, and it's kind of like, you know, how do I, how am I sending money and where, and where am I taking it out? And okay, now I have to come over here and create a transaction and so on and so forth. Where with PayPal, you know, you have things linked to certain wallets and you just click, click and, and off it goes. So, you know, the more they can get blockchain related stuff to look like what they're using every day, you bet. the quicker adoption is going to happen. And one other thing that really ties in all three stories together, um, Bax president, he was on a panel recently and he indicated on that panel that it could also support virtual goods such as loyalty points. So going back to you know, FanChain, uh, just imagine having a wallet with all these loyalty points and different things that you have, and you can easily go to US dollar, to Bitcoin, or whatever you need to go to, um, because that's the whole point of FanChain, for instance. You know, you go to these watch parties that drives loyalty for those venues, so you go out versus staying in, and then you could get yourself an extra drink or, or something that really doesn't cost the venue that much, but, you know, special to you, or just, you know, exchange it into Bitcoin or, or cash. Absolutely. Well, Jonathan, these are fantastic stories. I, I've got to do a little sidebar on this, and you're too young to remember this, but this is a whole new stretch to SNH Green Stamps, isn't it? <laughs> I knew what you're going to say. Hey, all you young people out there, go go 
Google S&H Green Stamps, get you a little education there. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. A great show as usual.